Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. The music world moves fast. Want to stay up to date on the latest albums and get in-depth examinations with the artists? Check out Consequence of Sound, the podcast. Bite-sized album reviews for the music fan on the go who wants to stay in the know and much more. Subscribe to the series on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider and let the writers of Consequence of Sound steer you right. Check it out at consequenceofsound.net slash podcast. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Please go ahead and take a moment right now to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening from, whether it's the podcast or YouTube, uh, so you can keep up with these interviews. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today my guest is Billy Idol. He's got a new record called Vital Idol Revitalized. Think of it as a remix of a remix album. In fact, it is a revisit to a, a remix album he put out in 1985. And we're going to talk about the remix culture of the mid-80s and how he got drawn into it, as well as the artists he was working with and being inspired by back then, which is also the same topics we'll be talking about with the present day. All of the amazing artists that retooled a lot of these classic songs gave them a fresh shine and sometimes a completely new look. We'll also get some tips on uh, present-day artists that Billy Idol is really into, what he thinks the next album might actually sound like being influenced by this one, his upcoming Vegas residency, and lots, lots more. It's Kyle Meredith with Billy Idol. Hi there. And I'll mention, uh, you're actually going to be here in Louisville, Get Louder Than Life, so I'm excited to see this, uh, this, uh, this latest show. That's right, uh, that's right, September 29th in Louisville, yeah, it'll be fantastic. So, and you've got this new record, I guess we'll call it a new record, um, Vital Idol Revitalized, and, and what we're talking about here is a remix record remixed again, right? Well, that's right, um, in the 80s, I, um, I'd done a number of remixes myself, uh, Love Calling, um, White Wedding, a number of remixes remixes I'd done uh, and also we got uh, Gary Lang of Art of Noise to do one for Flesh for Fantasy and to be a lover so we had a, uh, about 10 tracks 10 remixes 
I put them all onto one album called It Vital Idol and put it out in the 80s. We actually put it out with a, a live version of Moni Moni and it, it got into the top 20 of, you know, of the regular chart. So it's really exciting and a lot of fun. And I really enjoy it. I love Remix because I grew up sort of with dub reggae and one of the first things Generation X did was we... Our second single, Wild Youth, we the B side, we uh, we took the A side and we remixed it, fucked around with it, and uh, put it on the B side and called it Wild Dub. And so we were super into remix, and I carried that on to Billy Idol. And uh, I just thought, uh, with the way the remix world has come along in the last 25, 30 years, really, I just wondered what you know, what some classic remixes and some super of the moment remixes would do with my songs today. And that's it. I've really Really enjoyed the process, and we put out. We're going to put out this Vital Idol revitalized on September the 28th, and it's got a number of my hits reimagined, really, by some really killer DJs, remixers. For instance, right now we've got uh, Dancing with Myself is out on Spotify by RAC and Trop Killer's remix of Eyes Without Fate, which I think is super killer. I love it. They totally reimagined the song. That's out too. So we're we're gradually putting out stuff, and I'm just very excited. This is my favorite record at the moment. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of times you know, when artists put out a remix record, it can kind of sort of feel like a throwaway, like, oh, I can hear it once and be done with it. And I don't have that reaction with this one. Like, I've been able to put this one on and just enjoy the hell out of songs that I've heard a million times, but suddenly it, it actually is in a different light. Like, I, I'm getting that sensation. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, uh, we, we've got some really classic people like Moby came in, and he, he liked the Love Calling remix I did in, back in the day. I, I ran into him at a party, and uh, he, he chose to do Do Not Stand in the Shadows. And I ran into Bono at a party from U2, Bono, and uh, he told me about some Francis Hotel, so I got them to do a Flesh for Fantasy, which is incredible. Then there's some people from the local in Silver Lake, DJ Dodger Stadium, did one of To Be a Lover, which is which I really love as well. And there's a Hot in the City one, oh, yeah. uh, which I really love too. I mean, uh, and a Shiba San, Don't Need a Gun, a French producer uh, who did uh, Don't Need a Gun, which is a super dance version. And uh, also for Oakenfold, did a version of One Breath Away, which was a new track on... Um, on my last album, Kings and Queens of the Underground, plus me and Steve, we never had a Moni Moni remix. And uh, so me and Steve Stevens did one, the Get Laid, Get Frigged remix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there you've got us joining in too. I just think it's an exciting, for me, it's an exciting record. It, it's, they, a lot of the songs have been reimagined. They're not just, unlike what we did back in the 80s where we just took the original track and more or less just remixed it. They've done things like, you know, replay behind the song and change the chords and give the song sometime a whole new kind of veneer and a great one too. So I've really been enjoying it. And, and, and one of the, you didn't mention there too, uh, Crystal Method taking on Rebel Yell, which, you know, we're talking one of the great iconic songs here that suddenly does have this new face to it. And, and that's sort of like, it, it does paint a different picture. That's what you're sort of saying here. Like it, it allows these songs to be completely painted different, right? Well, I think yeah, it sort of re, yeah, reimagines them in, in some ways. And so it, in some ways, they, it refreshes them so much, I mean, uh, that I'm, I'm enjoying them. And I've been singing these songs for 40 to, you know, 30 to 40 yeah. years, some of them, you know. So, so um, it's pretty exciting for me to see that, you know, the recordings themselves were very good. Keith Forsey, my, my producer, made sure that our recordings were, were really good. They weren't, he, he looked beyond the 80s and saw into the future a little bit and made sure the sounds were good. And I think these, uh, 
people like Crystal Method and that have had a lot of fun, I think, with the songs because they do sound good and they still stand up. And that means their remixes sonically are right, you know, sound good today. And they, they've been able to take them and mess about with them. And, and it looks like they've had a lot of fun doing it. As far as I can see, the RAC told me they're hand drop killers from Brazil, I think drop killers are from. So I love that, the fact there's people from all over the world remixing this record. It's fantastic. Yeah. Now, do you ever find yourself wanting to try out remixes live? As you said, you know, singing these songs for 30 and 40 years, it would give that opportunity to kind of shake it up. Well, yeah, in particular, I'd love to try the Eyes Without a Face Drop Killers remix or the, or the To Be a Lover or Hot in the City remixes that are on here. I'd love to try the, uh, the vibe they've put on them because they've almost put a bit more of a Caribbean or a, a reggae thing even, although not too reggae, if you know what I mean. They just use some touches of it in the songs and uh, that's really exciting to me because I, I love lots of music I, apart from just punk or uh, rock and roll music I, I love a lot of different types of music and so it's fun to hear all these elements being brought into this record you, a lot of your songs they've always had a danceable bend to them and you know and, and probably more than you get credit for where does that come from was that just uh like early soul stuff or, or what were you into that kind of brought that dance music into what a lot of your contemporaries just went for straight ahead punk well um you know i grew up in the 60s when there was a lot of dance music um really uh pop music was used to rock and roll music uh, pop music was used to dance to that and tamala motown stuff and uh stacks music uh, it's all incredible music rhythm r&b driven and rock and roll started out as r&b music so we were never that far away and uh, when when uh, when i started my solo career i very much reached back into some of those places not just rock influences but back into i mean i grew up with the beatles singing please mr postman and things like that as well as hearing the originals on the radio and so you know i kind of grew up with uh, yeah with r&b music as much as i did with rock and roll and and there, there you have dance music was very much a part of it and because people used to dance to for instance moni moni where did i really hear that best was in the middle of a dance floor in 1969 i, I was standing in the middle of a dance floor instead of being a wallflower and Moni Moni came on, and then uh, that, that tape loop drum beat it had just had me. And uh, so right from the start, I've always loved you know, music that you can dance to as much as rock and roll music you, you listened or had sex to. I don't know. You know. <laughs> you know it's, it's like um, these days, genre has really slipped away as much. Like, you know, like, like, like before the current generation, you sort of had to identify with one style. And I thought when you came out with this, when the, with the original remix record in in 85 john lyden was doing a little bit of that with pill maybe pete shelley was doing something as well but it still seems like what i don't know did you have to deal with any kind of pushback from some fans like wait a second you can't put these two things together well funnily enough i don't remember that i mean people really super embraced it i mean there, there was an element there were some people you know there were some purist diehard punk people maybe who would have felt like uh, you know um, you're abandoning pure punk but uh, I really felt uh, that I was especially uh, uh, with my solo career I felt I had the right to enlarge 
what I was doing, and uh, I felt very much I was I was using I was using all the influences truthfully and honestly, and um, and I, I yeah I wanted to broaden my music so I could bring in dance music, so I could bring in the remix because I was growing up very much and during punk listening to reggae dub music where they you know they took a track and just completely devolved it and you know changed it completely uh, and gave you this kind of sonic sonic love fest you know music fest and uh, i just loved all of that and i just wanted that in my own music and we'd done that even with generation x so i i felt it was part of our you know part of our mo so to speak right from day one so if there was any pushback i wasn't too worried about it because i you know as i say i felt it was part of my history one other uh remixer i thought i'd bring up on here too because I, I your son remixed was part of this was he well that's what's great too it's 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 really fantastic to uh, he did the save me now Lost Dog remix um, with with a couple of pals of his, and that that's what's really fun for me too. The fact that my son is is involved, he's very much part of this modern world where remix and music and it all is the, it all goes together. And uh, it was fantastic that I'm uh, yeah that he was able to put a track onto this album too. I mean that just I don't know you know it's like the cherry on top of the cake for for a dad. You know, right, <laughs> right. This is what I am. You know, he's calls me pops. I'm pops, and uh, <laughs> I embrace it. You know, <laughs> it, it is cool, though. I mean, the lineup of of artists that you have working on these is is sort of mind blowing. Every name is a great name. Do you, do you still keep up with dance music at all, or or music that you can dance to in this way? I suppose pop music, I guess. Um, I, I do listen. I, I've been listening to Post Malone, and uh, yeah, of course, uh, Kendrick. Lamar, of course, uh, just fantastic. So I do check out what's going on, and, um, and of course, in some ways, I see what they're doing is very much, you know, they've taken a lot of what was going on in the 80s, what we were doing in the 80s, and have, and have taken it into the 21st century. And and I think that's great because I think that's what we were doing. We were, you know, back in the 80s, well, 70s and 80s, we were looking for ways to move music along, you know, to help music refresh itself and be vibrant and carry on exciting. And, of course, you could stay with the old tricks or just stay with a band playing, you know, naturally, you know, as the Rolling Stones do or or whatever, but how are we going to go one more than them? You know, how are we going to go one more than the Beatles or... Or Led Zeppelin, or whoever, you know, how are we going to take music forward? And I think for us, joining the musics together, sort of mixing them together, mixing the styles, mixing the mixing rock and roll with dance music, with R and B, with reggae, with jazz, putting it all together. And I feel that music carried on doing that, especially uh, you know uh, as the 2000s began, when you had artists like Justin Timberlake and people like that, uh, very much doing dance music. R&B and remix music and uh, there was a lot of other artists too of course you got all the rap music Kanye and Jay-Z and everybody and uh, Pharrell uh, you know and of course Snoop Dogg and, and Dr. Dre I love Dr. Dre and all those all that music and uh, I love the way music's gone I, lo- I think it's exciting you know and uh, you know we've got the old rock and roll if you ever want to go back to it but it's it's fantastic the music's moved along and I, I loved being part of that yeah you can obviously tell that I mean uh, even as most recently as the King of Queens record you know 2014 uh, you know just seeing that passion you can still hear it in there uh, and I think that's what makes it so fun to still be a fan a Billy Idol fan these days. 
great. <laughs> Hope so, because, uh, yeah, that's all we were trying to do with punk or, or in the 80s. Yeah, we're just trying to find a way to go forward and keep people excited and feeling music had, was relevant, had something to say. And, uh, yeah, you could, and you, could, you could get off on it. <laughs> <laughs> are, you th- are you thinking about new music yet? Is it that time to roll around again? Well, yes, we are. And, uh, of course, uh, I've got a feeling that this record itself will, will, will influence what we're doing next because I, I've always loved combining the kind of what we do, rock and roll music, with electronic music, with, with, with techno, really. I've always loved dance, EDM or whatever. I've loved putting those two things together. And in some ways, a lot of, uh, some of Kings and Queens of the Underground had that. Um, and uh, I'd like to continue that on very much, you know, that, that mixture of technology and rock and roll. I, I love that. You know? Yeah, well, I can't wait to hear from that. I know we have a separate phone day to talk about uh, another moment in time where you did that with Cyberpunk, which I'm looking very forward to as well. But, uh, yeah, it's always what I love hearing from you, this stuff, this, this, these types right here. So I really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, great. I mean, uh, we've been out here playing. Um, we played uh, earlier in the in the summer at, um, in the States, and then we did seven weeks in Europe. Now we're back here in the States. We've played some great festivals, Kaboo, Rockville, uh, Bothell Rock, and we'll be playing the Cal Jam on October the 5th with the Foo Fighters and Iggy Pop. So it's a, very exciting being out here, and yeah, we're having a great time, and we've got it's a great tour, and uh, this, this is very exciting having this release come out too, yeah. revitalized. And I, I saw you also just announced another Vegas residency, too, so that sounds like it's going to be more fun. That's right. Maybe maybe in that uh, we'll get a chance to try out uh, Eyes Without a Face, Trotkler's remix version, you know, at, at something like that. That's where we may try things like that um, at that Palms, you know. It would be a great place to uh, play classic music with, with a twist, though, you know. Yeah, well, I look forward to it. Uh, Billy, it was so great talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. All right, we'll see you around. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. A humongous thanks to Billy Idol. The uh, new album is called Vital Idol Revitalized. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to, whether it's YouTube or iTunes. Uh, Hit subscribe right now, then give it a rating and leave a review as well. After that, you can head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern. You'll also find some bonus episodes of this series. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.